1: Welcome to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. Skin care and plastic surgery are hot topics these days. Let Dr. Rubenstein answer your questions and explain what you'll want to look for in aesthetic products and cosmetic procedures. Get ready for a discussion about all things aesthetic. Now, live from Miami, Florida, American Board Certified Plastic Surgeon, Dr. Adam Rubenstein.
2: Welcome to New Reflections. Thanks for joining us on this Saturday. We have a great show today. The show today is about tooth whitening. The show is called Whitening the Pearlies, so you can get your pearly whites. We're going to talk about all the different options. We've got a a great lineup of guests today. We've got some very qualified people, some really interesting things to learn, so let's just get to it. Uh, I want to say a few things about tooth whitening. You know, It's an interesting topic. When it comes to teeth, 96%, according to a survey done, 96% of the population in the United States believe that a good smile makes you more attractive to the opposite sex. 74% believe that it's important for career success. Now looking at this a little further, 32% of the people in the United States, at least the people polled, representative of the United States, 32% are concerned with the appearance of their smile. In fact, almost one-fifth, 18% of the people polled conceal their teeth in photos. This is a $600 million industry when we're talking about tooth whitening, and it's growing. It's estimated to grow 15 to 20% every year. Now, there are tons of different options that you have when it comes to choosing how you want to make your, uh, your smile a little bit brighter. There are toothpaste and rinse and uh, strips that can be used. There's gels, whether it's a paint-on gel or uh, or if it's with uh, a tray that we'll talk about. And then there's, of course, in-office options. Well, we're going to talk all about this, and we're going to start by introducing Dr. Michael uh, Appa. Uh, Dr. Appa is going to be uh, talking with us about the Crest 3D line of products. He's a member of the American Dental Association, the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry, and the Academy of General Dentistry. And He's an instructor in many of the techniques that we're going to talk about today. Dr. Appa, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm well, and how are you? Doing good. Trying to survive the heat. Well, <laughs> it is pretty hot. We were talking right before the show about how hot it is out there. But uh, we try and keep things cool in here and on the show. Talk to me about the Crest 3D line of products. I understand it's something that you endorse and that you have a lot of experience working with.
3: Well, you know, before we get into just Crest in general, um, you mentioned it's the $600 million industry and, and the percentages of people that are interested in or, or just understand the importance of a, of a better smile. And I just want to say that there's different options out there, Um, before you get to the at home options and the at home options are obviously the most convenient and easiest and it's a great way to get you started on the road to cosmetic dentistry but you may not always get the desired results that you want sometimes you have to go one step further into the dental office above whitening where we do a procedure called porcelain veneers where you can actually mask the tooth with any color you want but speaking about bleaching in general it's a very hot topic People love it. It's very easy and convenient, and Crest has done an amazing way of really gaining professional-level whitening of what I see uh, at home. Um,
2: so you, know, so you make, make the point, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but you make the point that uh, this it, might, it may be that these options are something that someone really should choose, perhaps after in an office whitening. And we're going to talk about... The in-office whitening a little later in the show, but I think the um, the important thing, the important point you're making, is that there's a role for all of these options we're going to talk about, and uh, let's learn a little bit more about what the, the at-home options are, how they work, and then we can figure out where they fit into the right regimen. That's right. Uh,
3: when you go to the, the supermarket these days or the, the pharmacy, you'll you'll see uh, you'll be inundated with the amount of whitening products that are that are out there. And I think not just because I endorse Crest products, I, I was born a Crest kid, but I think Crest has an amazing way of really reaching out to every type of patient or every, every type of person in order to gain some, some uh, amazing results for them. So the way they break their system up is they really have a system that they have products that clean, products that whiten, and products that protect, and that's really running the gamut of of whitening, so they're cleaning products. They have an amazing toothpaste that just uh, that came out about uh, six months ago, called 3D White Vivid Toothpaste, and it's got dual dual action silica system, which is really based upon stain removal. It claims 80% stain removal in 14 days.
2: Now, the and when we're talking about when you're talking about stain removal, that is that it, as I understand it, this is the basis for what tooth whitening really is. is the reason you get darker smiles or stains in your teeth uh, has to well, it has to do with stains in your teeth, right? Things we eat, smokers that have a, a smoking habit that may put some stains in the teeth. We're really talking about just removing superficial stains uh, for the most right.
3: part. They, they start as superficial stains, but the longer they sit there, the more they become embedded in the teeth, and that's where you need heavier-duty, so to speak,
2: products to break up those stains in order to achieve whitening effects. I see. So now, when we're... When we're starting with the the toothpaste, the toothpaste role then is to remove, I'm thinking, just the superficial stains. You'd need something a little bit stronger to get down deep.
3: That's right. Now, it also has something which is a little technical, but it's a chemical called sodium hexametaphosphate, and you don't need to know that. But basically, the toothpaste also prevents the pellicle, which causes stains, from forming on your tooth. So the idea of this toothpaste is really dual action. It's really to get the, the superficial stains out of your teeth, and it's also to prevent future stains from going onto your teeth, which is important uh, in order to keep a white smile. So starting with a toothpaste is probably the
2: easiest way that you can get on the
3: road to whitening your teeth, and you see how it goes.
2: And so the toothpaste sounds like it's got you're saying dual action, you're cleaning off the superficial stains and you're putting some sort of a protective sheen on the teeth that prevents that that stuff from building up in the future. Exactly. exactly. All right. And now I'm I'm aware they have a rinse as a second product. The, the rinse is meant to complement the toothpaste? The rinse, most people don't don't realize this, but the rinse always goes hand in hand with the toothpaste. So just
3: regular oral hygiene, it's Brush, rinse, and floss two times a day. Now, the rinse they have, 3D White MultiCare rinse, is also, uh, you know, helping to prevent
2: and repel stains from from setting into the teeth. So it's going to augment the action of the toothpaste in the protection after the toothpaste is cleaned the teeth. Exactly.
3: Now, these are oral oral hygiene healthcare products that you should be using, you know, every day, right? To get mm-hmm. one step okay. further. Uh, Crest has a a slew of whitening strips, of which there are new whitening strips that have just been introduced to the market. The closest I have found in Crest products that gets to where a professional whitening in office could get you to is something called 3D White Professional Effects White Strips. It's it's a little longer in its application. I believe it's two weeks. But the point is, on these 3D Professional Effects White Strips, you're removing... 13 years of surface stain, of embedded stains into the teeth and and I've seen I've used them myself to, to compare how it is uh, to in office treatments and it will get your teeth as white as going to a dental office.
2: So this is amazing. This is really this a is pretty amazing. a pretty impressive thing. So you, obviously you should always brush, rinse and floss and that's something everyone knows you should be doing morning and evening, you know, night and day twice twice a day. And now when we add these strips into it, the strips may be a very convenient way of achieving even greater whiteness. And you're saying that in your experience with these new products, we're already seeing comparable whiteness even to in-office treatments? That's right. Now, the professional effects are comparable
3: to in-office whitening. Crest also has, which is a very convenient product, something called 3D White 2-Hour Express White Strips, which is one 2-Hour treatment, that will get you a brighter, whiter smile, but faster. I mean, this is for someone who more wants a quick pick-me-up of brightness in their smile.
2: Now, are they working differently? Because it seems like they'd be two completely different products.
3: Well, it's not necessarily working differently. You know, whitening works by the gel staying on the teeth. The longer the gel is on the teeth consistently, meaning multiple days, the better it works. The chemistry behind 3D White 2-Hour Express White Strips is that it has multiple loads of the gel in one strip. So it's almost like it's getting you three
2: whitenings in one white strip. Hmm, that's interesting. That well, you know, they're, they're, yeah, sure, it makes sense to me. Uh, you know, it's, it's instead of sitting there maybe with a pen or a gel tray or something, <laughs> you, you just throw the strip on there. Exactly. A, pe- a pen, right, is just giving
3: you the gel to the tooth, and then it's being rinsed away. You have to figure out, you know, a dentist has to figure out a way to put it on there, to keep it on there, and to make it active. Now, the difference in levels of of bleaching agent is also what makes them whiter or not so white as compared to an in-office whitening treatment. Sometimes the levels of the bleach are higher in office but not in the 3D professional effects white strips. It's
2: comparable to what we use in the office. This is really, really interesting. I want to get to the source of this, and we're lucky because uh, we have with us today uh, the person that is responsible for inventing and I, I imagine also in the refinements to the Crest White Strips, we have Mr. Paul Sagel. Uh, Paul, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, I see so you got it right because we're on the East Coast here this afternoon, but everywhere else, we're still in the morning. Welcome to the show. It's nice to have you. I'm, this is really exciting information that Dr. App is sharing with us. It seems like the latest product, maybe the most promising white strip ever. Take us back to the beginning. When you first had the idea to work on a strip delivery system, how did that come about? Well, I started working on uh,
4: whitening in the mid-90s, and uh, as I started to look at these whitening products that exist, whether they're the professional products or which you can buy at the retail store, they all generally operate on the same principle, which is they use peroxide to to get to the stains that are actually below the surface of the teeth. So uh, a lot of the technologies in bleaching are based on hydrogen peroxide, and and the concept is, is the peroxide will diffuse to the stain uh, based on contact time. So the longer the strip is on there or the longer the tray is on there, the peroxide migrates. So the really the elegance of the white strip is the delivery form. And so as I started to research uh, how these products work, I came to the realization that really thin layers are just as effective as really thick layers. And that led me to the, the idea of using a thin strip
2: to hold the peroxide uh, on the two surface for the amount of time it takes to get to the stains. That's really convenient, it seems like. It seems a lot easier to throw a strip on your teeth than it would be to have a, a tray sitting in there. You know, it always, always makes me laugh when I think of the tray is, It feels like you're about to go into a football game or get into a boxing ring, but the strip is pretty convenient. You could probably even do it discreetly when you're out and about. Well, you can, and you know, the great thing about the most recent uh, product, the Professional
4: Effects, or the 2-Hour the Express is the improvements that we've made to the adhesive system uh, really sticks well, so you know you can really do just about anything. You can drink water, you can talk uh, while wearing these strips, and, and getting the whiter smile that you that you want. So, uh, you know the combination of the really convenient form plus using the proven peroxide technology uh,
2: gives you the the white smile that you want. So, what's the difference between that two hour express and the the professional system, the new system? in terms of the, the ingredients. I mean, are, they, are they working differently? Is it higher concentration? Or is it just you're exposing yourself over a period of time with multiples with the professional system? Well,
4: the 2-Hour Express is the highest concentration product that we make. And it also is the longest contact product uh, that we make in terms of wear time. And so that product is designed to be able to adhere for two hours. And so using the combination of the, the longer contact time with the highest concentration of peroxide that we have in our product that's what makes it the best performing product on a strip basis. So, uh, that's, our, that's our latest product, uh, the Two Hour Express. But the core technology is the same across all whitening products. It's all peroxide, but how you design the products and how you deliver the peroxide determines how well they perform. And that product's designed to, to be our best performing uh, product.
2: So with a little bit less concentration, the professional system now. It, it, I'm, I'm imagining you say it's a two-week system, so you're using it you're using a strip daily for two weeks. Right, and so that's a
4: 30-minute contact time. So the, the the design of the the adhesion and how it delivers the peroxide is different. Whether you want to do it uh, a longer number of days for shorter time, or whether you want to get a, a wider smile faster with the two-hour uh, express product.
2: Uh, this is really neat, and it's encouraging, Dr. Appa. You're saying you're seeing a, a white level that's achieved with the professional system that rivals even what you can do for someone in the office.
3: Well, that's just it, because exactly what, what we're saying is that you, you have to figure out a way to keep the bleach on the teeth. In the office, we make custom-fit trays, and we give a very high percentage, which does just that. What they were able to do with these strips, with the advanced seal technology, is to be able to keep that strip in place. Along with high quantity or high uh, percentage of, of bleach, which is going to give you the same, the same result, and it is amazing. It's the old Chris white shirts when they first came out, I don't know if you've ever tried them, but they were not as, well, they were not as comfortable, nearly as comfortable as these. They used to slip, you, you'd feel them falling off your teeth. They weren't uh, These stay in place. You can go about your day, and they, they really do what they're supposed to do, which is stay there and deliver the bleach to your teeth.
2: This is exciting stuff. I think a lot of listeners would love to try this. Tell me something about cost. What is the average cost of the, the Express system and the new at-home professional system? Either of you have any idea?
4: Yeah, so the, the, the professional affects uh, the, the two-week system. Uh, depending upon which store you, you look at it, it's somewhere between $35 and $40. And the two-hour Express will range somewhere between $40 and $50. Again, depending upon which store you're at.
2: And they do vary a little bit from from store to store. Uh, geez, I mean, I mean even not, at fifty bucks, that's that's a lot less than someone would pay you, Doctor App, right, to do a uh, more cosmetic. And,
3: and in office treatment ranges anywhere from you know two hundred to a thousand.
2: And I would imagine that there is some benefit to spending the thousand dollars to get things done. That would be over and above what these strips can accomplish. But it's still pretty damn impressive to me that for fifty bucks, you can brighten up your smile impressively. That that you feel is even comparable to some in office options. That's right.
3: You know, the only disclaimer I do want to mention is that a lot of people have the tendency to associate a white smile with healthy teeth, and sometimes getting a white smile at home will
2: delay a regular dental visit where you could. That, that's a great well. point. That's a great point, and I think it's important for everyone listening. And Dr. App is exactly right. Um, Looking so just good. To say, and-
3: you know. Oh, don't 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 think that white white teeth are going to. Uh, overcome the health of your teeth so you always have to go in for checkups and that is po- the point of you know when you go and see a, your dentist ask them options and dentists today that know will tell you that these types of products in the market that we're talking about are just as powerful and convenient and obviously more cost-effective it's just you're not getting the care of a dentist to make sure that nothing else is going on so as long as everything's supplemented with regular hygiene this is a winner
2: and that's yeah, an I mean, important distinction. And we
4: the fully support what, what uh, Dr. Appa has said. You know, whitening is certainly not a replacement for dentistry, so it's always great to make
2: sure you're seeing your dentist
4: every six months.
2: Yeah, I mean, a white teeth can still have cavities and other aspects of dental problems, so definitely continue to have your normal checkups. But, hey, for my 50 bucks, this sounds like a, a pretty damn good investment. I want to uh, thank both of you for coming on the show, Dr. Appa, Paul Sagel. Uh, Really appreciate you giving your time. This is really impressive information. I encourage listeners to go and check out these new strip systems from Crest in the Crest 3D line. Uh, thanks for joining us, Dr. Appa and uh, Mr. Sagel. We're going to take a short break. and When we come back, we're going to be talking about other at home options and then get on to some in office options as we talk about tooth whitening here on New Reflections.
1: Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: Cosmetic surgery is a big deal. Make sure you do your homework. Why? This is not my car I'm working on. I may settle for an okay job on that, but I won't settle for anything less when it comes to my body. Do your homework. My doctor trained with world-renowned plastic surgeons. My doctor is a fully board-certified plastic surgeon. My doctor is an MD and on staff at several Florida hospitals. My doctor is an associate professor of surgery at a major university. My doctor is Adam Rubenstein.
5: People pick a doctor based on trust. You can trust Dr. Rubenstein. He has the experience, knowledge, and artistic touch you're looking for. Call 305-792-7575. That's 305-792-7575. Call today for a free consultation. Dr. Adam Rubenstein, Turnberry Plastic Surgery at Biscayne Boulevard in the William Lehman Causeway, where medicine meets artistry.
0: My doctor is Adam Rubenstein.
5: Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network
1: Are listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You can also send an email to info at dr-rubenstein.com. That's info at dr-rubenstein.com. Now, back to New Reflections.
2: Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to New Reflections. And we were uh, just talking about at-home options, uh, particularly the Crest 3D line of products. And we still have with us Dr. Michael Appa. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about the the anatomy, the process, the physiology. How does this all really work? What makes teeth get stained? We talked a little bit about it at the beginning of the show to really understand... Why teeth change color? I wanted to get into it a little bit. So, Doctor Appa, we talked about the superficial staining of the teeth. You know that I I understand comes from food and tobacco products. Is that generally what starts the process of darkening of teeth?
3: Well, uh, the answer to that is really no. Um, You know, there's a lot of genetic factors to how you're born, right, and and how your teeth develop during. Uh, growth and development periods of your life, but some people are just, you know, un- uh, unfortunately, born with white teeth, and some people are born with darker teeth, and it has to do a lot with the enamel makeup. Now, some people have something called tetracycline stained teeth, which is really sure. a, gray- a gray banding that goes through your teeth, and that has to do with uh, during development when the mother was taking certain antibiotics, but the point of tetracycline teeth that you have to really bring up when we talk about bleaching is they really don't bleach well, um, if at all.
2: Right, and, that, and that's a permanent change in the teeth that's, that's I guess, congenital because of the mother's use. So I, can that happen if a, a young child, perhaps at a young enough age, is given tetracycline maybe for early acne? Yeah,
3: absolutely. Um, it all has to do with, with when the teeth are developing. Um, <clears throat> but the, the problem is is that... Teeth, as you get older, they start to gray, right, and that'll darken them naturally, and that has to do with the nerve in the tooth that recedes um, like everything else, <laughs> like my hairline uh, <laughs> and, and it's, it it doesn't allow for nourishment to give you that bright yellow white tooth that you're used
2: to when you're twenty years old so
3: you know, this is just
2: a, it's just a natural part of the aging process exactly of teeth as well so exactly. if you start with you start with genetics. And then you're looking at the aging process. And so there's going to be a limit to how white a tooth can get using really any of these products. And that's why at the, at the start of the show, I think you were talking about uh, bonding and veneers. Right. Uh, and, you know, and then one step further than that is environmental factors.
3: You know, how much coffee do you drink? Do you drink it black? I mean, if you, if you cut your coffee with cream, you're not going to get as much staining as if you're drinking espresso every day. You know, espresso is obviously a much more concentrated staining uh, factor that's going to make your teeth much darker. So, yeah, those three things um, are, are really what's going to make your teeth dark. Now, the only thing that's gonna, that bleaching is going to affect is the environmental factor stage. The rest is going to happen. And what happens with older patients as they bleach their teeth, especially if they really bleach their teeth heavily, because the tooth is already graying, what you're going to see when you bleach your teeth is, is more of a translucent gray-white that a lot of people associate with weak teeth. And the truth of the matter is it has nothing to do with weak teeth. You're just, your nerve is receded, the tooth becomes gray as it gets older, and now you're bleaching it, and it's going to become all, more gray, becomes more translucent.
2: So these whitening effects really aren't going to get you any whiter than your natural uh, tooth is you're not it's not like you're painting the white color on there it's just cleaning the surface so it's only going to get as white as the tooth is naturally at its its best
3: yes and no now what what bleach actually does is it makes a tooth brighter okay so if a tooth reflects more light it's going to appear brighter and that's really where bleaching comes into play people always say oh i want white teeth well no tooth is white right
2: sure yeah mostly yellow
3: Five, six, seven colors in each tooth, but what bleaching does is it makes everything appear brighter because it it allows the tooth to to show off more light, and that's really what you're going to get out a bleaching.
2: So when they talk about sparkling teeth, that's really more what's making you look bright and white than uh, the actual color of the tooth. Exactly. All right, and you know, with, if a, if a person's using these whitening products and they feel like they're not getting as white as they would like, moving on to more advanced options is really the only thing left. Other than the at-home and the in-office whitening systems, is there anything in in between what we're talking about today on the show and something that would be more of a dental restoration?
3: Well, if you could invent something, I'd say you'd be a very wealthy person. (laughs) (laughs) you know i always thought of an idea of tooth paint where you could take actual like nail polish and paint your teeth with it because people would love that i mean that's what they're really after people are after the easiest way and the, the least uh hurt you know the least painful the easiest the most convenient i mean it's it's tooth paint but no going from bleaching you can you can try you start with the with the at home And if it's not working, it's really uh, an indication, especially like we're talking about, these are very powerful bleaching products now. It's a very good indication of where you're going to get to in office, right? And then if these things don't work, your next step is veneers. And I'll tell you, you mentioned bonding. Bonding is a very outdated material for, uh, for really the health of the tooth and the aesthetic of the tooth. Um, so no, it's, it's a big jump and there, and there should be a product in between but as, as to date, up to date now, there is not.
2: Well, I guess we, maybe we can get together and start thinking about it and working on it. Yeah, more. exactly. <laughs> well, I, we, were, we were supposed to have a guest uh, from a company called Liquid Smile and Liquid Smile makes a product that is a paint-on pen and uh, I've actually used Liquid Smile and it does get some nice whitening and the idea behind Liquid Smile is that you, uh, you crank the gel into the pen. It's got a fairly concentrated hydrogen peroxide uh, gel that you paint on the teeth. You brush your teeth normally, and you then dry them and paint this gel on. And rather than using trays, the recommendation is you do this once a day. You do it in the evening, perhaps before you go to sleep. Of course, not having any, anything to drink or eat after you apply this and let it sit there. So The idea is that the gel would sit in contact as long as it, as it could, and have its effect as we're talking that, you know, contact uh, seems to be the most important part of the process. Now, I've personally used this. I haven't used the Crest strips. and, you know, after we wrap up the show later on today, I'm probably going to go to my nearest pharmacy and go pick up a box and see how this thing works. But I would imagine that your opinion would be that the contact that you're getting from the white strips might be uh, a little bit better than a gel. What are your thoughts on gel versus strip? Well, let me,
3: let, let me ask you this question. How did you – what were you doing after you painted the, the stuff on your teeth?
2: Well, you, you paint it on, and you keep your teeth without any contact for about 30 seconds. You just keep a smile going for about right. 30 seconds. Let it set, if you will, and that's it. And it, you know, go to sleep. Or you, you go up out the rest of your evening. You just don't eat or drink anything at that point.
3: You know, the idea with bleach, um, just the, the – I did a lot of research – in, uh, in bleaching through dental school and in my first couple years of practice. And I, and I can remember the most important thing was to keep the bleach on the teeth. I mean, that was always the hardest part. And, you know, we Back when we were in school, we were debating between when we would make custom trays, if you'd leave a space in each tooth, we'd paint a little something on each tooth to give uh, almost like a spacer for the bleach to sit in for the tray. So when you put the tray in your mouth, you actually had a space for the bleach and then your tooth up against it. Then we scratched that idea because it wasn't intimate enough contact, and we went to taking, making the tray really form-fitted right to your teeth so the, the bleach had nowhere to go but you know, either against your teeth or squeeze out of the tray if there was excess because we knew that we needed thin layers of bleach rather than thick. Right. So The chemistry is really coming down to how do you keep the bleach next to your teeth, and unfortunately when you paint something on your teeth and you let it dry and then you go to sleep, Right? unless they have some amazing chemistry that dries into your tooth, which they may, my assumption would be that your, your own natural saliva is going to wash it away and you're only going to get 10 minutes of real contact of the bleach on your teeth before it's been uh, diluted to a point where it's not effective anymore.
2: So there's your advantage to having something that's an adhesive that's sticking there almost as a barrier and not letting anything get between your active ingredient and the tooth. Right. All right. Well, I think that makes sense. Uh, I appreciate you staying on and talking with us about this. And we're actually going to go on. If you'd like to stay with the show, you're welcome to stay with us. It'd be nice to get a couple of opinions. I'm about to introduce our next guest, who's Dr. Jeff Golub Evans. He's a fellow at the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry and a dentist to the stars. Dr. Golub has taken care of many famous smiles that you see all the time. Usher, Hugh Jackman... Uh, Kim Cattrall, Tom Brady, Padma Lakshmi, and the list goes on. These are awesome, famous smiles that have been entrusted to Dr. Golub, and I'm I'm happy to have him join us in the show. Dr. Golub, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm well. How are you?
6: I'm uh, pretty happy. It's um, in the 90s in the New York area. I'm uh, looking forward to jumping in the lake later. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, down here
2: in Miami, we enjoy that weather almost year-round. We were talking; it's, it's actually hotter in New York than it is than it is down here this time of year. So, enjoy the summer. I love New York. I'm from New York originally. I, I particularly like the summer in New York. I'm, I'm grateful that you're taking your time and staying indoors rather than jumping in the lake to come talk with us today. Thanks well, it's for calling. My favorite
6: in. subject. I, I'm a big fan of uh, of whitening.
2: Well, and I, I would understand why. The results are great. Now, you probably heard some of the discussion about the at-home products, and we were talking specifically about the Crest 3D line. And, and who's the, the other benefits. gentleman
6: on the, on the Jeff,
2: list? Jeff, how are you? It's Mike Appa.
6: <laughs> Hello, Mike. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Um, well, I'm... I'm happy to have you both on. Tell me, we're, we've been talking about the at-home, and now we're kind of getting into the in-office whitening. What's your perspective on the the contrast between what someone can do at home and when they come to your office?
6: Well, first, let me go back a little bit to something you were talking about, and um, I, I I agree with Mike about about uh, about strips. I, I'm a, if a, if someone is going to uh, to do an at-home whitening. I think strips are the way to go. I, I think um, you always think in terms of safe, effective, and ultimately the most affordable. And um, there's no question that, that with, uh, with whitening strips, it's a pre-measured <coughs> dose that's attached. The, the material is not going to wander all over your mouth. You're not going to wind up with gum irritation. You're not going to wind up with swallowing the stuff and so forth. That's the problem I have um, with the liquid smile type of product requires a certain amount of dexterity. I've tried it, and I've had my patients try it. And that, I'm not a big fan of go Smile for the same reason, because basically you're taking a peroxide product and putting on the teeth, but, you're, but, but there's no mask, there are no trays, there are no strips. So if you're going to go over the counter, um, I think strips are, are by far the best product.
2: Okay. And so if you've tried the strips, where, where is the role for strips? Versus coming to see you or Dr. Appa.
6: Well, I think uh, I, there there are a number of issues. The first issue is cost. I, I think that's very important to people, especially in in these times. You know, a lot of people have twenty six dollars, but they may not have uh, the the money. There are other people though who really like to be pampered. They like to be taken care of. They they um, they're, and so those are those people are perfect for a dental office. There are people that are frightened of of whitening because. There's almost always some form of sensitivity. Um, there are people that have problems with their teeth. You know, there are cracks, there are chips, there are, there are older restorations. Those people certainly need a professional, some professional guidance. And, um, you know, I always tell patients that the first thing for them to do is to go to the dentist and, and, and find out what the dentist happens to say. If the dentist says, you know, you're a perfect candidate, let me give you some trays. Uh, as opposed to in office, very often that's a key that you can probably try it at home because the trays, Adam, are going to get the, the gel that's in the tray is going to leak into the, the, the sensitive gum areas. It's going to leak into the uh, the little cracks and chips in the teeth. And so so now, this is
2: something that we haven't talked about yet on the show, which are the some of the downsides to whitening. And, you know, I have personally tried Liquid Smile, like you have, and the one thing that impressed me with it was that there really was no sensitivity at all, and I've had many, many patients use the product without any sensitivity, whereas... Certainly, as you just mentioned, with in-office whitening, you're almost guaranteed to have a, a certain amount of sensitivity. No, no, no that... I,
6: I think there's less. I think there's less sensitivity. I miss, I misspoke. There's less sensitivity. I find with in-office. I don't know about you, Michael. Do you find that there's less sensitivity with in-office whitening than almost any over-the-counter product? Less uh, sensitivity.
3: I, I do. Yeah. I mean, well, it depends upon what bleaching system you're using. I mean. At the end of the day, people are either going to be sensitive or they're not, I feel, in terms of bleaching their teeth. There's certain things that we have in the office that can take care of some of that initial sensitivity, but people are either prone to sensitivity or not, and I feel that you're going to experience some level, and then it comes down to pain thresholds. I mean, you never really know how sensitive someone is until you know what their level of pain threshold is. So, you know, I always say you're going to bleach your teeth, experience some kind of feeling like you just got laid out in the sun. And you have some sun on your skin. It's going to feel tight. It's going to feel like something was just done. But we have certain desensitizers we can put on the teeth right away in the office that can, exactly what you said, Jeff, kind of pamper the patient into, uh, into no, comfort. And,
6: and I think that I think uh, that you're right about that. I think it is the, the type of patient. I'm sure, you know, Michael has a, has a very similar practice to I have and sees a lot of the same types of folks. And, I mean, I have some supermodels in the office who say it kills every time they do it? Right. It kills, but it doesn't prevent them from doing it.
2: Well, right, because you know you see the you see the benefit of it, and that's what that's what they're coming for. It's but like, now, like you know, Jane
6: Fonda used to say, "You know, uh, no pain, no gain." You know, right. fortunately, well, it's transient. Fortunately, it doesn't last, whether it's whether it's in office or, or out of the office. Um, but there, are, a lot of folks have sensitivity outside the office because. No no hygienist or no dentist is masking those sensitive areas, and nor are they placing on, as Michael said, a desensitizing solution afterwards. So if your teeth are sensitive or or you're queasy about it, get thee to a dentist and let and let the dentist bleach your teeth.
2: so there's your answer. I think it, it sounds like a good first step for almost anyone, assuming that you're going to a dentist and getting regular checkups and good care. If you're looking at whitening, it seems like using some at-home product is a nice first step, whether it's whether you choose to use something that's gel-based or sounds like the strips or the recommendation on this show today. Uh, but it, the best person to go to a dentist's office is someone who has sensitivity or has other dental issues that need to be addressed in general and can get the whitening done at a higher level with, with better services rendered at the same time. There's two systems that people are familiar with, and you'll see them advertised all the time: Zoom and Bright Smile. Now, I've come to understand, getting ready for the show, that they're both owned by the same parent company. What's the difference, if any, between Zoom and Bright Smile? Uh,
6: Michael, do you know the answer to that?
3: Well, yeah, actually, Zoom uses a heatless light, and Bright Smile has a heat has heat delivers That's heat true. to the teeth in bleaching, and, and we have found, I mean, uh, you know, I've personally found, because I've tried both, again, this was done from research back when I was in dental school, that whenever you're going to heat up a tooth, okay, with that light, you're going to experience some, some more sensitivity than you normally would if you were using a temperature-less light. So I have found personally that Zoom is more comfortable for patients, not to you're not going to receive any sensitivity from a, a, a Zoom light uh, in general. But and not only that, choose... Michael,
6: but because of that, the the uh, the zoom the gel that they use with Zoom is a higher percentage. They're able right. to use a higher percentage of uh, so, bleaching gel.
2: So, would you feel that Zoom might be simply simply stated the better option?
6: Definitely, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, there's, there's one thing that that I think it's important for patients uh, to look at, and that is. I've been saying this for a while. It's kind of a cute thing. Take a piece of computer paper and hold it up to your teeth. Michael does a lot of porcelain veneers and so do I. And there are some patients that, that it's true, need to go directly to porcelain veneers. They, don't have to, they, they can pass go. They don't have to stop. And if you hold a piece of computer paper up to your teeth and your teeth are yellow, you're probably a pretty good candidate for whitening, and you might want to try over-the-counter. If you hold that piece of computer paper up and your teeth are on the gray side, you're probably not a good candidate for whitening because it normally means that the pigment... I mean, it's simplistic, but it normally means that the pigment is internal. And that internal pigment is not going to bleach. There's no way that the bleach can access. It, it might be from tetracycline, It could be from high fevers. It could be from silver, uh, from um, heavy metals that you ingested. It could be from a lot of things. but But it's not going to work. And so... You, you know at that point you you know that that your teeth are not going to bleach successfully
2: so as we were talking about before there's going to be a limitation to how white you can get anyone's teeth with bleaching methods and at some point you're going to choose something more advanced and and from what i'm hearing there's just that one choice of veneers and, that, which really and, and, and i have to dis-
6: i disagree with uh, with michael about that and and we have different philosophies about that Uh, You mentioned several of our many, many celebrated smiles. Um, I can't go into the particulars, of course, but you will be surprised that only one of those smiles that you mentioned is porcelain veneers. The others are bonding. So tell tell
2: us about bonding.
3: I'm a big fan of bonding. (laughs) 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 Boy, you really got to do a pickle on this conversation. If I had known Jeff was going to be on this phone call, I would have never mentioned that about bonding. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well and
6: no, that's, that's what okay. the show's because, about. Guys. And I'll tell you why, because because Michael does Michael is 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 wondrous at doing full makeovers. And I do full makeovers too. And the truth is, Michael, that for full makeovers you can't beat porcelain. Absolutely. But there are a lot of um we'll call it there are a lot of well known actors and models in New York who need mild enhancements. There's one gap to close. There's one dark tooth. And you know what? There are a lot of housewives from New Jersey and business people, too. So there, the, the, the market for bonding, I find, is as follows. First of all, single teeth. Um, no matter how – and Michael and I use the same technician, by the way. No matter how well that one single porcelain veneer is made on a central tooth, in some lights it's not going to match exactly. Whereas with bonding, in all lights it matches exactly. So since so many of my people um, do film and are on TV, that mm-hmm. better match up perfectly, and I find that, that, that bonding is more successful. Another reason no, the only contradiction bonding, I would think is so In terms of symmetry, if you're going to do a mouthful, porcelain's great. But if you're just going to do a couple, I find bonding works better. All right, guys. Let me,
2: we're going to take a short break, and this okay. is a great conversation. When we come back, we're going to get a little bit more into the bonding question, and I have some questions about some of the side effects and, and the options in the whitening systems in the office. We'll be back after a short break discussing tooth whitening with Dr. Jeff Golub-Evans and Dr. Michael Appa here on New Reflections
3: in real estate stocks annuities and other investment vehicles that's the money answer show with jordan goodman on the voice america business channel every monday at 12 p.m pacific standard time
0: do you know if kidney disease is affecting you are your kidneys healthy you may have kidney disease and not even be aware of it 26 million people have been affected by kidney disease teenagers today are being diagnosed with symptoms such as high blood pressure diabetes and obesity These conditions can worsen kidney health and cause kidney disease. Be sure to tune in to improve your kidney health with your host, Dr. Rich Snyder, every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health & Wellness channel. The information you get on this program could help save your life.
1: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Listening to New Reflections with Dr. Adam Rubenstein. If you have a question or comment for the host or this week's guests, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You can also send an email to info at dr-rubenstein.com. That's info at dr-rubenstein.com. Now, back to New Reflections.
2: Well, welcome back to the show. We we're just getting into a pretty good discussion about bonding and uh, its role in the whitening process and as an option for just dental restoration and improvement in general. Uh, we've got Dr. Michael Appa, who feels that the, uh, the option of veneers is really the gold standard and the way to go, and Dr. Golub, who is explaining to us that he has a role in his practice, for the patients that have maybe just more limited needs in their whitening or dental improvement. Now, uh, Dr. Gola, speak to us a little bit more about the bonding process and how it would relate. You know, when you have limited ability to whiten, you found that there is, in fact, a role for bonding.
6: Well, bonding is more than whitening, it's just like porcelain veneers are. You know, I mean, we can reshape teeth. You know, there are only a few things that we can do in cosmetic dentistry. We can change the color of teeth. We can change the shape. We can change the position, and we can change the texture. Whitening only does one thing; it changes the color. There are a lot of folks who need the position changed and the shape changed, or and or, or the or the texture changed. And and um, certainly porcelain veneers are, are the most durable, the the um, the least maintenance. But bonding is a is a nice option. You know, some of the reasons why uh, people choose bonding is, of course, but. Sometimes it's a young person. You know, even though I treat some um, entertainer types who are 13 and 15 and 18, um, I don't feel that they're quite, they're quite ready to have their teeth filed to do porcelain veneers. Uh, bonding is a much less invasive procedure.
2: Well, and here's, here's one point to bring up. Uh, one thing that we should keep in mind is that for people listening, there is an age that you go through between the ages of 6 and 12 where you're losing your baby teeth, otherwise called deciduous teeth, and uh, we are, you're gaining your permanent teeth. And it's really after that age, and you really need to be, uh, you need to have a mouth full of all your permanent teeth to consider any of these type of options.
6: That's not true. Oh, really? Um, th- no, it's, it's not true, Adam. I'm sorry. I've made dental inserts that fit over uh, people's teeth. You know, when, when they're going through that mixed dentition, they, they, so that they can appear on Broadway or on television. Or uh, something
2: like that. I see. It's, I see. It's a
6: different thing. You know, I think the, one of the reasons why I like, why I personally like bonding, it's a sculpture medium. And um, porcelain is a slightly different, it's more of a prosthetic medium, you know, it comes out of crowns. but um, But bonding is... You know, come to think of it, Dr. Appa has one of my sculptures. Because Dr. Appa, aren't I correct about that, Michael? He you are. He won an award from the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. <laughs> uh, isn't that true? He he, he won a uh, he won a, an award of excellence from the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry, and the. Um, Je- and Jeff and the made award all that the sculptures for that the award I designed. show.
2: How about that? You, all right, well, that, we've. we've Kind of exhausted our discussion on the bonding. And I, I, make, I would like to have you guys back when we'd have a, maybe we'll do a whole show on dental restoration and talk about some of the more challenging cases and the options of doing more advanced things like what you're talking about, Dr. Golub, and making more changes than just the whitening. But if we get back to the whitening, we were talking about the Zoom system and the Bright Smile system. That They both use lights. And I guess in the, in the case of Bright Smiles, using a heated lamp versus uh, a cool lamp with Zoom. How much difference does that light make? That in preparing for the show, I've seen research that's, that's been published that says that, that there is no difference between using a light and not using a light in the end result. What are you, either of your thoughts on that?
3: The truth is, with, with lights, there are really more bells and whistles. So what the light does is just activates the bleach. They actually have a system called Boost, which is also an in-office bleaching system with a very high concentration of bleach, that has an activation liquid that you mix and place on the teeth without a light. So <clears throat> the light systems, and some at-home systems have now tried to invent light systems with people holding a light up to the teeth at home themselves. It's really just an activator. So the activator is not going to give strength to the bleach. What's going to give lightning effects is the more powerful the bleach. The reality is is that at ho- uh, in-office systems, such as Zoom and Boost, the idea is that you have to to barricade the gums so that you don't burn the tissue. I mean, that's really why we do it in office because it's it's so powerful that if you touch it to your skin, it'll bleach your skin, it'll burn your skin. So you have to be really careful about placement. And the light is more of just the activator rather than than adding any strength to the system. And Dr. Golub, your
2: thoughts?
6: No, he's uh, Michael is 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 exactly on target there. Um, that that's the only the only purpose of it. And um, the, the, doesn't, way, that doesn't the way it basically the... works, if you're talking about the, the absolute mildest, you know, toothpaste and mouthwash and so forth up to Zoom, it all has to do with, with peroxide concentration, concentration and contact time. So because the, because the concentration of peroxide is so high, and as Michael said, that barriers need to be placed on the, the, um, the gum tissue and the lips and so forth. Because it's so high, the amount of contact time in order to whiten may only be 45 minutes. But if you're going to use white strips, it, it's going to take a week or two or three to get to the same level because the concentration is not nearly as high, and so you have to increase your contact time. That's the vector. You now, does important. does the light
2: perhaps decrease the amount of time needed to get to your end result? You know, maybe no, it doesn't change. So all. still the same, still the same no. amount of contact.
6: Now, the, the light, as, as, as Dr. Appa said, the light is merely an initiation system. It starts the, uh, starts the bubbling. And so that, but, but that bubbling is going to start sooner or
2: later whether you have a light on there or not.
3: Well, you know, well not if there's not an activator. The light in, in such systems as Zoom and, and, uh, and Bright Smile, they don't have activators, so they need the the activator to, to start the system which is why you can do it in an hour but what we're saying is there are in-office systems that don't use a light that aren't as highly publicized basically that have liquid activators so for a patient coming in spending a thousand dollars or whatever they're going to spend for an in-office whitening it seems like you're getting a more bang for your dollar when you have a you know a laser whitening you know people love to hear that that coin phrase laser whitening
2: yeah, lasers yeah, exactly. are very sexy. In plastic surgery, I can tell you, everyone's looking for a laser to be used, even in exactly. places where we don't use them because it sounds like such a great idea. Exactly. Now, when, you're in the, when a patient comes, let's, you talk about cost. I just want to get this in because we're really coming down to the wire on time. What is the average cost of an in-office whitening uh, if you're talking about something like a Zoom, Bright Smile, or the other system you mentioned?
6: It depends where you are in the country. I exactly. think there's a, there's, a, uh, there's a very big range. You know, I've seen it for four or five hundred dollars. I've seen it for a thousand, and and I've seen it for even more.
2: It,
3: it I think varies. It as on geography. It
6: varies.
2: <laughs> okay, I got you. So I guess I guess the answer is somewhere between. <clears throat> pardon me. Somewhere between five hundred and a thousand dollars on average, and it just depends on uh, checking into the market where you live and, and seeing what's offered. How often should one do these things? Is this a once a year thing? Once every other year? Twice a year? What do you think? Jeff, you want to take this?
6: Um, That's that's a hard question. I mean, I'm sure, Michael, you have patients like I do. We have some people that that come on a regular basis, and by that I mean they'll come a few times a year uh, because they, 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 they can actually sense a tiny little drop. But for most people, I know we did a survey at the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry a number of years ago, And we found that the typical Zoom patient does not need to recur, does not need to return for usually three years. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's great. If you think about this, let's say your teeth came in when you were six and seven and eight, um, Adam, up to 12. That's when your teeth came in. So now you take a 40-year-old man, and he's never bleached his teeth. So those teeth have been there for over 30 years. Now all of a sudden you bleach them. There's no way in two years they're going to go back to the color that they were. You know what I mean? It's just two sure. years now. You need my,
2: over a much longer period of time than it took to get them that color again. Well, that's fantastic. That's it's encouraging. How you
6: maintain it. Sure, you know, of course. Have, well, that goes without saying. I mean,
2: good dental hygiene goes without saying, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to wrap the show up right now. Sure. Uh, and I think the take-home message for everyone listening, start with good dental hygiene. Brush, rinse, floss twice a day. To consider using that Crest 3D line of products to give you the maximum brightness to your smile. And if that's not enough, think about at home whitening and even going to a dentist to have them give you an assessment and say, oh, you know, at home whitening might be good enough, or here's what we offer in the office. Make your choices. There's a lot of good options out there. We've discussed them all today. I'd like to really thank my guests, uh, Mr. Paul Sagel, who's uh, Joined us to talk about the Crest products, of course, Dr. Michael Appa and Dr. Jeff Golub-Evans, both fantastically talented cosmetic dentists in New York. Look into whitening in your own neighborhood. Pick something that's safe and effective for you. I hope you've learned something today. We'll be back next week with a new show live on New Reflections.
1: you stayed informed and entertained today on new reflections please join your host dr adam rubenstein again next saturday at 9 a.m pacific time 12 noon eastern time you can also email the at info at dr-rubenstein.com or visit his website at www.dr-rubenstein.com and don't forget to join us next saturday For new reflections on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a beautiful weekend.